Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Pascal Beverly Randolph. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe, subscribe, become part of our wiki gang, our Wikilisten gang. Are we a gang now? Yes, we are. What's our colors? Black and white, like Wiki Listen. <laughs> or like gray. I think it's gray. like, what is it? Like, like F2, gray. F2, F2, F2? I think what? that's our hex code is F2, 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 something like that. Is that our hex code, you big nerd? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. All right, here we go. Pascal Beverly Randolph. Pascal Beverly Randolph, October 8th, 1825 to July 9th, 1875, was an American medical doctor, occultist, spiritualist, trance medium, and writer. He is notable as perhaps the first person to introduce the principles of erotic alchemy to North America, and according to A.E. Waite, establishing the earliest known Rosicrucian order in the United States. Rosicrucian, by the way, is a spiritual and cultural movement that arose in Europe in the early 17th century and the publication of several texts announcing to the world a new esoteric order. Rosicrucian is symbolized by the Rosy Cross or Rose Cross. Oh, you didn't give the shout out. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's give the shout out right now. This episode was a special request from one of our Wikilisten fans. That is Leslie Ware, my wife. Thanks, Leslie. She's a fan of the show. A top fan. <laughs> Early life. 
Born in New York City, Randolph grew up in New York City and was baptized at the Church of the Transfiguration Episcopal Manhattan. He was a free black man, a descendant of William Randolph. His father was a nephew of John Randolph of Roanoke, and his mother was Flora Beverly, whom he later described as being of mixed English, French, German, Native American, and African ancestry. His mother died when he was young, leaving him homeless and penniless. He ran away to sea in order to support himself. From his adolescence through to the age of 20, he worked as a sailor. As a teen and young man, Randolph traveled widely due to his work aboard sailing vessels. He journeyed to England through Europe and as far east as Persia, where his interest in mysticism and the occult led him to study with local practitioners of folk magic and various religions. On these travels, he also met and befriended occultists in England and Paris, France. Career Returning to New York City in September 1855 after a long tour in Europe and Africa, he gave a public lecture to African Americans on the subject of emigrating to India. Randolph believed that... Is this something I can say? Yes. Okay. Randolph believed that the Negro is destined to extinction in the United States. <gasps> I can't believe you said that! No, I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> that's totally fine. You can definitely say the Negro is destined to extinction. It is nothing. There's no bad words in that. It's just someone with a bad idea. Okay. After leaving the sea, Randolph embarked upon a public career as a lecturer and writer. By his mid-twenties, he regularly appeared on stage as a trance medium and advertised his services as a spiritual practitioner in magazines associated with spiritualism. Like many spiritualists of his era, he lectured in favor of the abolition of slavery. After emancipation, he taught literacy to freed slaves in New Orleans. In addition to his work as a trance medium... Randolph trained as a doctor of medicine and wrote and published both fictional and instructive books based on his theories of health, sexuality, spiritualism, and occultism. He wrote more than 50 works on magic and medicine, established an independent publishing company, and was an avid promoter of birth control during a time when it was largely against the law to mention this topic. Wow. Having long used the pseudonym The Rosicrucian for his spiritualist and occult writings, Randolph eventually founded the Fraternitas Rosae Crucis in 1858 and their first lodge in San Francisco in 1861, the oldest Rosicrucian organization in the United States. This group, still in existence today, avoids mention of Randolph's interest in sex magic. But his magic sexual theories and techniques formed the basis of much of the teachings of another cult fraternity, the Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor, although it is not clear that Randolph himself was ever personally associated with the Brotherhood. So this is... So sex magic is any type of sexual activity used in magical, ritualistic, or otherwise religious and spiritual pursuits. One practice of sex magic is using sexual arousal or orgasm with visualization of a desired result. A premise posited by sex musicians is the concept that sexual energy is a potent force. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you think about what Victor just read to you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Now let's get back to learning about sex magic. Sex magic. Belief and teaching. Randolph described himself as a Rosicrucian. He had worked largely alone producing his own synthesis of esoteric teachings. Sex and gender. The manner in which Randolph incorporated sex into his occult system was considered uncharacteristically bold for the period in which he lived. He believed that sex magic could lead to increased health, love, the empowerment of women, and children of superior intelligence. In his more underground publications, he wrote that church and marriage were oppressive forces that could be overthrown with the power of love in a worldwide revolution. Way to go, Randolph. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Randolph held an unusually expansive view of gender identity, considering earthly gender to be provisional and referring to God as both male and female. In a book on love, he wrote, I believe in love all the way through. And while I live will help every man, woman, and the betweenities to win, obtain, intensify, deepen, purify, strengthen, and keep it. And I will help all others to do the same. There! That's me! I mean it. The betweenities... Oh, okay, so non-binary and genderqueer. So So even back in the day, he was a champion. (laughs) Yeah, I just love everything about this person so far. I'm waiting for it to be tarnished. In the spirit world that Randolph wrote of in elaborate detail, human bodies are filled with electric current instead of blood and saliva. People move by magnetism. They have art, schools, and cities as terrestrial humans do, but their lives are more enjoyable and sex is better. Spirit world marriages, quote, last just so long as the parties thereto are agreeably and mutually pleased with and attracted to each other and no longer. Because <laughs> when it's done, it's done. Hey, sex magic. Damn straight. <laughs> Pre-atomism. Randolph was a believer in pre-atomism, the belief that humans existed on Earth before the biblical Adam, and wrote the book Pre-Adamite Man, demonstrating the existence of the human race upon the Earth 100,000 years ago, under the name of Griffin Lee in 1863. His book was a unique contribution towards pre-Adamism because it wasn't strictly based on biblical grounds. Randolph used a wide range of sources to write his book from many different world traditions, esoterica and ancient religions. Randolph traveled to many countries of the world where he wrote different parts of his book. In the book, he claims that Adam was not the first man and that pre-Adamite men existed on all continents around the globe 35,000 years to 100,000 years ago. His book was different from many of the other writings from other pre-Adamite authors 
because in Randolph's book, he claims the pre-Adamites were civilized men, while other pre-Adamite authors argued that the pre-Adamites were beasts or hominids. Hominids. Hominidae, whose members are known as the great apes or hominids. Got it. Personal life. A peripatetic man. What does that mean? What does peripatetic mean? I don't know. I'm Googling it. I'm learning a lot from this article. So am I. Peripatetic. Traveling from place to place in particular, working or based in various places for relatively short periods. Example, the peripatetic nature of military life. Oh, you know, the, the rest of the sentence kind of makes that clear. So now I get it. Okay. A peripatetic man. He lived in many places, including New York State, New Orleans, San Francisco, and Toledo, Ohio. He married his first wife, Mary Jane, in 1850. She was African or possibly mixed race. Together, they had three children, only one of whom, Cora, born 1854, survived to adulthood. They owned a farm in Stockbridge, New York, during the 1850s, but sold it in April 1860 for $1. They later lived in Utica, New York, where Mary Jane worked as a healer and dispenser of Native American remedies. In addition to helping Pascal publish and sell several books, they divorced in January 1864. Later in life, he married his second wife, Kate Corson, an Irish-American woman with whom he had one child, Osiris Bood, or Buddha, Randolph, 1874 to 1929. Corson acted as a medium and a seer in collaboration with Randolph and published several of his books, but their relationship appears to have been conflicted for its duration. He is reported to have discovered that she was having an affair shortly before his apparent death by suicide in 1875. After his death, Corson Randolph continued publishing his works under the Randolph Publishing Company imprint until the early 1900s. Ow. That took a dark turn. Death. Randolph died in Toledo, Ohio at the age of 49 under disputed circumstances. According to biographer Carl Edwin Lindgren, many questioned the newspaper article by his own hand that appeared in the Toledo Daily Blade. According to this article, Randolph had died from a self-inflicted wound to the head. However, many of his writings express his aversion to suicide. R. Swinburne Clymer, a later Supreme Master of the Fraternitas, stated that years after Randolph's demise in a deathbed confession, a former friend of Randolph had conceded that in a state of jealousy and temporary insanity, he had killed Randolph. Lucas County Probate Court Records lists the death as accidental. Randolph was succeeded as Supreme Grand Master of the Fraternitas and in other titles by his chosen successor, Freeman B. Dowd. Influence and Legacy Randolph influenced both the Theosophical Society and, to a greater degree, the Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor. In 1994, the historian Jocelyn Godwin noted that Randolph had been largely neglected by historians of esotericism. In 1996, a biography was published, Pascal Beverly Randolph, a 19th century Black American spiritualist, Rosicrucian and Sex Magician by John Patrick Devinney and Franklin Rosemont. Wow. That name is great. Pascal Beverly Randolph, a 19th century Black American spiritualist, Rosicrucian and Sex Magician. That is That's a pretty cool awesome. name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that we shouldn't read this entire list of published works, but I think we should pick a couple of our favorites. So I'll go first. I really like 
1872, The Evils of the Tobacco Habit. I like After Death or Disembodied Man. First edition. (laughs) I like 1870, (laughs) Love and the Master Passion. And I guess I like the 1875, The Book of the Triplicate Order. That just sounds like a great name. It does. So I think that's where we're going to end it for today. Thank you, Leslie, for suggesting this article. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a great article. There's lots to learn. See you at home, baby, for some sex magic. This has been the Wikipedia page for Pascal Beverly Randolph. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your love. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.